gotta get it. You have to. I, I, I'm, buying, I'm buying everything. Cause I'm a hype piece, you know. Not limited, bro. These are actually pretty fire, bro. And I'm the youngest flexer in the game. This is the In Hype Podcast. Don't believe the hype. Where Cali King talks entrepreneurship, manufacturing, marketing, and everything to dominate the physical product business. In the hype. Make the future and let's get into the show. Transform your product idea into a business reality. My name is Callie Keen and this is End Hype. All right. So today we're going to talk about moving beyond affiliate sales, moving beyond just doing the same boring, same as thing that everyone else is just repeating, copying, replicating. We're going to move beyond that stuff. We're going to talk about building an actual brand with products, okay? So everybody wants to be a YouTuber. They want to be a a flavor of a social media influencer. I mean, I see the appeal. You know, you have a big audience. People seemingly, you know, care about what you're doing. Uh, But it does segue into lots of other opportunities, business opportunities, um, you know, partnerships, meeting interesting people, going and doing interesting things. Like I, I mean, I see the appeal, but what happens after the audience shifts? Maybe they age up, right? You get older, they get older. Are they still interested in Minecraft videos? Like, I'm not really sure, right? Are they still interested in the same music or the same games that you were playing? What happens if the platform shifts? Like Twitter goes away, Twitter changes, Instagram changes, you know, YouTube changes its policies. What happens if there's just a big a big shift, like we saw that in the SEO market, people that were kings of SEO, um, they just got you know the hammer knocked down, and then their whole businesses were changed overnight. That could easily happen with YouTube or with Facebook. You don't own those platforms, right? You own your email list, right? You own some interaction and level of engagement. Right now, you're like king or queen of the world, so. What do you do? What happens after this level of fame or notoriety? I don't care if you have 10,000, 30,000 followers or you have 30 million followers. There's people out there that are trying to monetize your audience, right? And I see brands building sizable businesses. I mean, not seven-figure, but eight-figure, nine-figure businesses uh, on the audiences of influencers, on other people uh so the the influencers the vlog like you know vloggers artists musicians fitness people they're making pennies on the dollar making pennies so that that little link that says you know type in this 10 and then you get 10 percent off that's just a little incentive to use their code and then they get paid you get paid that little bit of money so everybody wants to be that youtuber they don't realize how little money a lot of these YouTubers make, especially with the demonetization of their, their channels, right? People that were making six figures are now making zero figures. So, uh, But I've seen these businesses like Movement Watches, really cool. There's some eyewear out there. Uh, Gymshark, of course, like a you know prominent in the fitness community, uh, basically built completely on the back of influencer marketing on YouTube and Instagram. Uh, countless supplement brands, pretty much everything that you can name built in conjunction with these influencer brands. But 
these people that have the audience, it's like they've done the hardest part. They, they, they've built a loyal following, and then, again, they're just just making pennies on the dollar. If this is you, you're making pennies on the dollar of what you could be making, and it just drives me nuts. Uh, influencers need to learn what the Titans already know, right? Ozzy Osbourne, Gene Simmons figured this out. Their brands are so strong, they can put their face, their name onto anything, and it's cool. Their audience wants it. Maybe you don't like Kiss. Maybe you don't like Ozzy. But the people that do, you could literally make a cereal, right? You could make dishes. You could make something for your house. You could make a car thing. You could make a fitness thing. It doesn't matter. Anything that you make, somebody's going to want because, you know, that's their brand. Uh, You know, Jessica Simpson might not understand the difference between chicken and tuna, chicken and the sea, but she understands brand building. I looked it up the other day. Jessica Simpson, I don't think she's sung a song in a decade. She's worth $200 million because she makes shoes with her name on it. She figured it out. I mean, people are wising up to this. You know, you're seeing, like, the Kardashians, of course, coming out with their line. And, uh, you know, uh, you know Kendall Jenner killing it. You're seeing people doing it, uh, but it's like at this top echelon. And people don't understand that if you have 30K followers or you have 100K followers, it's, it's not that building a product and selling it is going to dilute your brand, right? It's going to enhance it. You've built, you've built an audience around being you, being authentic, you know, being cool or being handsome or being this or, you know, whatever it is, is your thing, being fun. Repping the same garbage that everyone else is what dilutes your brand. It eliminates or reduces your authenticity, originality. It, it, it just dilutes what makes you awesome, what makes you uh, special, right? There's a million people that want to be YouTubers. Why are there like only a couple thousands really successful people, right? Or for every million, there's got to be like five. And there's so many people on the platform. Um, it's like you're giving up that originality where all of these people have chosen, hey, you know the most about this or you're the most entertaining in this segment, and then just saying, oh, I'll just sell T-shirts. Everybody sells T-shirts, I'll just... I'll just sell a t-shirt. I'll sell a phone case. And it's like the phone case is being made by one of those little merch websites. And you're just getting, again, pennies on the dollar. It's crazy. Uh, And um, it's like, why why would we do it? I know that you're focused on building that audience and engaging that audience and that Building a product uh, seems like it's a lot of work. It seems like it would be really difficult, but uh, it it just doesn't have to be that way, right? Uh, There could be an aspect of your personality, a fun thing that you have in the channel. Most of the the influencers, uh, most of the people that are, successful on social media, they have a little hook. They have something that makes them original. Building a product around that uh, 
even something that's quirky, that's not your initial thing, you know, not to name any names, but a, a, a fitness influencer that I really like, he made a candy, like, because that's part of his, part of his whole shtick, right? And it makes sense. It's just something that's based on, is reinforcing your personality, like your culture, your thing, and putting that out there. And it doesn't have to be complicated, right? A lot of businesses fail because they don't have the ability to engage customers and audience and ask people what they want. They don't know how to do sales. Like you already have that stuff figured out. Even if you've sold t-shirts, at least you know how to sell through something. But we live in a post impossible world. You can just pick something, work with a person, get that product out there. You already have the hardest part figured out, which is how to get the audience. And you're just giving it away to another company that's run by somebody who doesn't know how to do that, and you're just getting pennies on the dollar. It's wild. It's wild. If you do want to make something that's a little bit more complex, understand that you can you can look at white label products. You can private label it. You can put your brand on it. You can customize it so it looks just like for you, and you can sell it. Once you have a little bit more experience with that, it's, it's not really that difficult with the type of revenue that you're bringing in. You have an established brand to make something that's custom just for you, right? And again, these things don't need to be that complicated, right? You don't need to reinvent the whole world. You just need to build something that is in line with your personality, your brand, what your audience wants. The easiest way is just to go out there and ask them, hey, what would be really cool? What would be really cool if we made? We can make anything. Hey, we're working with Red Blue Collective. They can make anything in the whole world. So uh, what would you like to see our brand make? We've got some crazy ideas. What do you think about this idea? What do you think about this idea? Just ask them. You'll be shocked at what comes back. Now, here's the craziest part about this. Here's the craziest part is that right now in the world that we live in, one of the biggest influencer groups is entrepreneurs, is businesses itself. Businesses themselves are their own kind of like meta-level influencer group. And the process that I just described, where you see that the really successful people go out and figure out what people want, put their brand on it, and they double down and they build this brand where they can almost create anything that anything in the whole world, like Supreme, just put the logo on it. Ozzy, put the logo on it. As long as it's kind of cool, it doesn't matter how quirky it is or complicated it is or simple it is. Like businesses know that they're influencers. They have audience that they can just go ask. They can do anything that they want as long as it's great and they can, they won't dilute the brand of that company. They'll be building the brand of that company right? When you make something that people want, that your customer wants, it strengthens your brand. So influencers, you're just another version of a business that has a customer list. And you're just using that customer list. The same process that we're talking about here is the same process that we use to grow established businesses. It's the strategic growth model that we use, identifying opportunities, 
going and validating those opportunities through customer engagement. We go uh, engage the customers with the solution to get everybody really hyped up and excited about it. We promote it and sell it and we rinse and repeat. We actually ask people what they want. If everybody says, hey, we're an audience, I love cheeseburgers, we don't go out and build a burrito, we build a cheeseburger, right? And then when we build the cheeseburger and say, hey, we have this awesome cheeseburger and everybody really likes it, what else should we have? And they say, dude, you got to have milkshake and fries too. And we're like, well, I couldn't afford the milkshake machine before because it was so expensive, but now I have all this burger money and I can go buy the milkshake. And now I go and I have a milkshake and I have the burger. And then I go and sell that. And then I go pull people and they say, hey, man, you're still missing the French fries. And I say, okay, what kind of French fries? I want these kind of fries. Boom. And that's how we can grow businesses. It's not really any more complicated than that for businesses that are millions of dollars than it is for this stupid burger analogy than it is for you as a content creator, a creative person, as uh, an influencer. And it just absolutely is bugging me so much how a musician that has 100, 200, 300,000 followers who's just so creative, putting out amazing, amazing music all the time, uh, has an audience of local, of, of just absolutely crazy uh, loyal fans, and the only thing that they can sell them is... Uh, a follow on Spotify or a t-shirt. I'm like, man, you're missing the boat. These people want to demonstrate because they're part of the tribe, the tribe analogy that we use for customers that, Hey, I appreciate you. Hey, I'm a member of this group. Hey, I think you're cool. They just want to show some level of appreciation and there's nothing, there's nothing to engage your brand with. How can you build the brand if you're selling somebody else's brand? How can you grow your brand? So what we need to do is we need to look at sales is not a gross thing. Sales is the way that we can transition away from, you know, just being an affiliate, selling ourselves out, and we can grow into a brand building machine. Thank you for listening to the End Hype Podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. End Hype.